The regular season of college football has wrapped up, but that absolutely does not mean that the news stops. We've got Transfer Portal. We've got recruiting. We've got all of the latest, and Brian Smith is here with us to break it all down. You are Locked On LSU, your daily podcast on the LSU Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, welcome into the Locked On LSU podcast. Thank you for making us your first listen every single day. Brian Smith, Locked On's official recruiting insider, is with us today. And of course, all of our recruiting coverage is brought to you by LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash Locked On College. Terms and conditions apply. Brian, anyone who you know watches the podcast, listens to your stuff, listens to my stuff, might think, "Oh, the regular season's over. Majority of the news is over." With majority of the news is just getting started now that the transfer portal opens up on Monday. Early signing period comes up in just around a month or so. But I want to look at transfer portal because we're starting to see names trickle in throughout college football. The transfer portal officially opens on Monday, and it'll be open for the remainder of the month. Uh, kind of open-ended like what have have you heard because we've only heard Armani Goodwin LSU running back at the time of recording I will say that at the time of recording things happen in a change in a gif uh running back Armani Goodwin is the only LSU tiger that has entered the transfer portal have you heard anything else of some potential names that could enter the portal here in the next few days I've heard some things in regards to kids being attempted to be pried into the portal I don't want to get into a lawsuit and name any of that, but uh, LSU wise, I haven't. I'm, I'm kind of curious. Maybe you've heard something on this. Mm-hmm. They've got a quarterback they yep. like. It's coming up. They're going to take a backup quarterback out of. The, I mean, I I don't know what because I know Hurley. He told me flat out like plans to redshirt and all that. Yeah, the kid they took this past year. I know him a little bit, but I don't know where he's at. You can't miss a quarterback, right? I mean, Jay. Daniels is a once in a long while kind of guy, but they still need some depth there because you don't know. You don't know how it's going to go. I mean, if Florida, Florida State are any indication of how important it is to have that reliable backup. Oh my God, that game was brutal. Brutal, brutal. They didn't have 500 yards between them. It was, it was a tough watch. It was a tough watch, yeah. but it's a good question because it's something that I've wondered and it's, if you're going into the transfer portal to find a backup quarterback to be your backup, I don't know how great of a sell that really is. Truly. I think that any quarterback in the transfer portal is probably in the transfer portal because they want a starting job because they couldn't start at their last stop. That's making the assumption that they would be the backup, making the assumption that Garrett Nussmeyer is the guy this upcoming season. I tend to believe that he is, but I don't know that for certain. There are a few kids, and, and I started a, a transfer portal tracker on a site, and there are some kids from like Ivy League, et cetera, that put up big numbers. Maybe they want to go into coaching because they're not NFL guys, yeah. and maybe they get a GA role at LSU or Utah or wherever they go if they go start as yeah. the backup, if you know what I mean. Like, you're not going to start here, but we may need you for a game. Right. That's my guess, and I'm curious about that. I'm also curious to see if LSU can – 
upgrade in the trenches. And that that's my biggest concern. Mason Smith and some of these guys, if they leave, are they going to be able to get some? The D lineman I haven't heard about as much yet. I know LSU has several guys that could come back. That's something I'm going to be monitoring. Um, and to that point, they did get a big-time defensive tackle commitment in Mr. Washington. He's a kid that is from New Orleans, and that's a big-time program that he's from. And and they're going to Georgia, not LSU, goes to Juco route, not coming back. That's an insurance policy within itself as well. So that's good news. But the other news is, can they find a way to flip Dominic McKinley? Mm-hmm. Obviously, Texas A&M has his commitment, and they hired a defensive-minded coach. What I've heard is things have gone well with him since the firing of Jimbo, but I haven't heard anything since a certain young man took that job in College Station. But that that's going to be the, the biggest thing to follow with the LSU A&M battles. So that there's a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of stuff going on, and not to mention an Iron Bowl that was one of the craziest games I've ever seen, maybe the craziest game since the <laughs> Kick 6 Iron Bowl, not to mention the Mark Stoops, then actually just kidding, oh, Mike Elko so bad. on Saturday night, My, Jeff Levy to Mississippi State, Bobby Petrino going back to Arkansas. I mean, this past you know, seven days in college football really has felt like a fever dream. You brought up Sean Washington. I want to get into him. Like you mentioned, originally committed to Georgia with the JUCO route. He is a defensive lineman. And I don't, I frankly, I don't know anything about him, but everything I've read says that he was a quote, highly coveted transfer portal candidate this offseason. Why so highly coveted? What's LSU getting in him? I met him right before his junior year of high school, and he's one of those kids that I was at a camp. I'm like, who is that? He was <laughs> massive and way bigger than everybody else. And then he could also move. So mm-hmm. he had offers from everybody, committed to LSU, signed with Georgia, didn't work out there, ends up in Juco, and now he's coming back. Pure three technique, not quite as big as Mason Smith, but very, very close, and an, a natural athlete like him. This is the kind of kid that's famous in the state of Louisiana. They produce D linemen like no other state. So I would be surprised if he does not play early. Great kid, too. Huge personality. 6'3", 300 pounds. It's hard to think about somebody like a, a carbon copy of Mason Smith maybe playing alongside next to him. Huge. I'm just The measurements are huge. Brenda Mason Smith and Mikhail Linko. We talk about the defensive line. You know, I've thought about, okay, where are some areas that LSU could use some help in the transfer portal? Obviously, in the secondary, you can never have too many corners. You can never have too many offensive linemen. Do you need a more reliable and experienced backup other than Ricky Collins? Frankly, I don't know what to do with the defensive line because I don't know what the future of the defensive line holds. I don't know if Mikhail Wingo or Mason Smith want to go to the NFL. Frankly, if I'm Mikhail Wingo or Mason Smith, I think, can one more year in college hurt? Because Mikhail Wingo, of course, hasn't finished the entirety of the season. Mason Smith didn't have the season that we all expected him to have. If they're able to come back, have those big, splashy seasons, those are two guys that are first-round talent. And, of course, I'm saying this as an LSU fan. So, of course, I'm campaigning for them to come back next season. But honestly, Brian, I just don't know as far as the defensive line is concerned. Well, they have a thing with the draft grades that you can send five in from each team, but they take time. Brian Kelly doesn't necessarily have a whole lot of time. So they kind of need to know backdoor through the NFL. Please give us an idea real quick here. Then I'm going to go talk to the guys. I mean, Mason Smith, you he kind of has to be on his own time. Like he's special talent. Yeah. The window's not far from it. 
And it's it's really interesting because if they brought both those back and you added Washington to it, all of a sudden you go from the outhouse to the penthouse in terms of where LSU's defense could be next year. They need those guys healthy. Uh, that's the biggest thing if they're going to come back. They, they've both been banged up a lot. Mm-hmm. Hopefully for them, you know, just not just LSU, but they need to be healthy. And then you still got to add somebody, whether it's Dominic McKinley, whether it's somebody else from the transfer portal. LSU needs to get back to having some defense. I mean, they were an embarrassment defensively this year. They were. And there's no excuse for that to ever be the case down there on the bayou. So it starts there, but they need, you know, does Penn come back? Do they, you know, who comes back in the secondary? That was such a mess. You wonder, are any of those corners going to leave? They had plenty of them, but they just all got hurt or got suspended. I mean, if it could go wrong in the LSU secondary this year, it did. I I can't imagine it would be that bad again in my lifetime, but. Don't say that. Don't ever (laughs) say that. Because I said that after 2020, no LSU defense could ever be this bad again. And then here we are. (laughs) Well. It was pretty bad this year, but they seriously, everybody was banged up. They need somebody. You just, you got to look at it from a negative point because if you get somebody and then some of these other guys pan out too, then you just got an embarrassment of riches. Okay. But at the same time, they may not have that. You know, they, they may not because some of these guys might leave. They got to know answers very fast because the way the portals work, and I know what the NCAA says it does, most of these things for the top end kids are done before they ever put their name in the portal. It's just reality. It's completely, I mean, there are some kids literally mulling offers right now that had no plans to enter the portal. Mm-hmm. Schools are directly just flat out illegal trying to buy them to get into the portal. And I think it's, it, it would be crazy to think that as soon as the portal opens on Monday, you're going to see announcements of this kid's going here, this kid's going here. And you're thinking to yourself, wow, that's crazy how quickly that happened. That's crazy how quickly those things came together. I mean, those announcements are uh, probably a few days, weeks, maybe even months behind those decisions are already made. But you mentioned how LSU needs to bolster up the secondary. That is the understatement of the century. But is there possibly somebody on the market that LSU could bring in to help the secondary out? We'll get into that coming up next with Brian Smith after a couple of words from our sponsors. So when you're hiring for your small business, you want as many top tier candidates as possible to interview. So that's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the right tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. It is so incredibly important to find good quality candidates to interview. And LinkedIn Jobs makes it so easy to find those people. It's not just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion, with a B, a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. And hiring is easy when you have that many quality candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours when they use LinkedIn Jobs. Plus, with LinkedIn, the process is intuitive, quick, and so super easy. To post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That is linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right, rolling along here on Locked On LSU, a transfer portal recruiting end of season special here with Brian Smith, Locked On's official recruiting insider. The secondary needs some help, and it needs some help desperately. And I'm thinking that it's inevitable that there are going to be not just a couple of defensive staff changes, but potentially an entire defensive staff overhaul, which includes a secondary coach. 
there was a very familiar name that was just released from our state of Florida, Corey Raymond. Of course, he went with uh, with Billy Napier in 2022 to Gainesville. He was just relieved of his duties as a secondaries coach in Gainesville. And I've been told that he's been, it, it's kind of the same thing that we've seen that last couple of years for Corey Raymond at LSU. Excellent recruiter that kids just absolutely love, but maybe struggled with a little bit more of uh, the, the X's and O's type of thing, maybe evolving into a more modern style type of defense. We saw it with Florida's defense, and that's part of that is on Austin Armstrong, the defensive coordinator. Florida had a brutal offense, excuse me, defense and offense, a defense, brutal, brutal defense. Corey Raymond, of course, is part of that. But it's the recruiting side of things. It's I see a five-star safety and Xavier, Xavier fills me, who is upset expressed his emotions about that on social media of Corey Raymond being relieved of his duties at Florida. Is that a name that you think Brian Kelly should look into bringing back to LSU, either in a coaching or recruiting or both capacity? You got to broach the subject. Uh, Corey, I've met a few times. He's as easygoing and nice a guy as you're going to meet. He obviously likes LSU. He spent a lot of time there. I would be surprised if there wasn't some kind of interest, but I don't know how that ended. I don't think it ended real well. So maybe, maybe not. Maybe he just goes to the NFL and takes an analyst role where he doesn't have to deal with anything. Maybe he's just done. I don't I don't know. But he seemed to be into it at the Florida, Florida State game. He was involved heavily in all the discussion on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. So he's going to go somewhere is my guess. If LSU's not at least part of the phone conversation, because you know he knows people of that staff. Of course. I would assume there's going to be something there. Uh, I mean, who you hire as your DC though, like if they make a staff overhaul, then it's not as easy to make that because those guys generally mm-hmm. want to bring most of their staff. And it's, it's awkward. It's awkward. It's why it's so hiring coordinators is much more difficult than people think. Well, just bring him in. No, that's not how it works. They're going to want at minimum two of their own guys, meaning you got to fire somebody you want to get. It's, it's the square peg and round hole. That's why it's so hard to hire coordinators. But maybe Raymond could be a part of the staff in some capacity. I think he would be great in the back office. Yeah. If he just wanted an easier role, oh, he'd be perfect at it because everybody likes the guy. And I think he, just based off of my understanding, I don't know him personally. I think he loves recruiting. I think that's why he's oh, part yeah. of the reason why he's so good at it. Yeah. When I've seen him at, at football games, at seeing elite recruits and whatnot, Mm-hmm. He'll ask me questions about what I've seen in kids. We kind of, you know, just compare notes. It's typical with guys like that that really enjoy it. And he just gobbles it up. He enjoys the process. Most guys hate the recruiting side of it. Yeah. Corey likes it. So that's probably one of the reasons he's stuck at the collegiate level. Makes it a lot easier for him. And you do bring up a fair point that I think that this is a really great opportunity for Brian Kelly to just kind of just clean house defensively because it is kind of awkward, almost like a shotgun marriage of, all right, here are my coaches. Now I'm going to hire a defensive coordinator and hope that you guys get along, hope that you have the same kind of philosophies. It doesn't work that way. It starts at the top. So when, not if, when I'm speaking it into existence, Brian Kelly hires that next defensive coordinator. I would like that defensive coordinator to kind of have, have carte blanche at his, his positional coaches. Most of the time, that's the way it works. You might have one guy you say, like, look, this is the guy's our best recruiter. Half our staff knows him anyway, blah, blah, blah. No, he's 
part of this program forever, something like that. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, if you want a top guy, you don't have any choice. They have the leverage. Right. You're the one that's struggling, not them. So, and it's, that's why these back, back office meetings are not always friendly when coaches are trying to hire coordinators. There's a lot of arguing. And that's fine. Because you all have been, if, as long as you all have the end goal of winning championships, getting back to Atlanta, so on and so forth. It's, I don't think it's going to be easy, but I don't think that this decision, in my opinion, is rather difficult for Brian Kelly. I mean, you have the worst defense in the history of the program. It costs you, it costs you a potential national championship with how good this offense is. Oh yeah. I mean, they could have at least been in the playoff this year. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, it's sad for the offensive players. Yeah, I mean, it's not their fault, but mm-hmm. I'm curious. Have you heard any timelines on when they're going to make announcements on anything, or is it just all? Because Kelly's not very good with the media anyway, but what's the, what's the vibe down there? The last we've heard from Brian Kelly is that Brian Kelly was going to t- do his exit interviews, take some time to evaluate himself and his players and his coaches. And I'm thinking, Brian, we all know that you've all, we've been doing your evaluations. It's not like out of nowhere when now that the season is over, well, let's look and see how bad our defense was and then we'll evaluate the coach. And it, it to be fair, what is he going to say? He's just saying the right thing he's getting the right sound bite i think that they're having those those conversations i don't know what the timeline is going to look like but like you said the transfer portal opens on monday you want to get that guy in there because you need defensive players in the transfer portal you want to get your guy in place so you can show those players hey look who you're going to work with we'll have our new dc and his coaches recruiting players in the transfer portal and get that process going as soon as possible. The longer they wait, the more harm I think they're doing to this program. Yeah. I just don't think he wants anybody to know what he's doing. That's typical Brian. He's never been real forthcoming with the media. I don't think that's going to change. Most coaches aren't. Mm -hmm. So he has to get rid of the DC or if there wasn't like massive changes next year in result, Brian would be on the hot seat. That's why I just don't think it's any real doubt that something's going to change. Maybe, maybe he's trying to work through some back office deals somewhere else to get a guy and he wants it to be a short window between fire and hire that I get because LSU media is a frenzy anyway. So that's probably not much fun to deal with. You've lived down there, you know, the deal. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, there aren't very many SEC medias medias that are uh, super fun to deal with. I don't think, but Hey, that's that's part of the fun. That's part of the fun. Uh, All right. Coming up next with Brian, we're talking transfer portal. There are some names that are in the transfer portal. There are some names that are speculated to potentially enter the transfer portal here in the next few days. What Brian's been hearing Could LSU get in on some of these guys? We'll get into that coming up next. All right. It is officially transfer portal time of the year. Holiday season, transfer portal season, early signing day season. One name that I think could be very interesting that is not officially in the transfer portal, but is on a team that I was not surprised to see. Maybe some transfer portal you know, first happening around that program, that's Evan Stewart at Texas A&M. Now, he is not in the transfer portal, but it is widely speculated around recruiting circles 
that he could be in the portal here in the near future. LSU's losing Malik neighbors, likely. Brian Thomas, likely. They've got some young guys coming up through the ranks. They could use a veteran receiver. Is Evan Stewart, one, do you think that, that there's fire where smoke is? And two, should LSU get in on the Evan Stewart sweepstakes if he does decide to transfer? I mean, it's kind of hard to argue with his talent. I've seen him play live a few times. He's He's a different kind of cat. He's a dude. Uh, not many people move like he does and have his hand-eye coordination. So, yes, LSU should get in on it. And I've heard that he's going to enter the portal. Like I texted you over the weekend, heard he wasn't even making the trip to LSU because he wasn't going to be a part of that game. Like that tells you he's not going to A&M next year. Yeah. I mean, I'm not stupid. Um, the rumor I heard was – injury was, thing. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. The injury is I don't want to be here. Um, that, that's It's the new injury with the transfer. It's the play. I hate this place flu. Yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> um, speaking of, the school that I heard that he might end up at is a place that you don't like very much that we often bring up on this on this show. It's Would not like just to- me. It's not just me that doesn't like him. <laughs> yeah, I, I've heard Bama is a possibility. I don't know. I mean, that's always an easy. You can kind of just throw that one at a dartboard there. Right. But LSU is a school involved with his recruitment. It's not that far, and they've always hit Dallas hard where Evan is from. Mm-hmm. I mean, the receivers that are leaving, it it makes sense. But now, I mean, I don't know what he wants, and I don't know if he's like the NIL. And all. there's a million parts to this that I don't, I don't claim to know. But yeah, he would be as high on the board regardless of position as pretty much any player in college football. I mean, he's one of those that can essentially go on a, a free agency tour if he would like. Oh to. yeah. Where it's, let me just test the market, see where I can get the most money, see what program I can end up with, and that's where I'll go. And I don't blame him in the slightest for doing that. That's just the reality of where we're at with the transfer portal and with NIL. Yeah, he. I mean, he's going to command high six figures, maybe more. That can be arranged. Uh, any other names that you are hearing could potentially enter the transfer portal, either from LSU or elsewhere? I've heard that there's a certain kid that is from the state of Louisiana that LSU failed to offer out of high school, that his brother is now in the NFL with the Jaguars and also plays running back. He's getting those those clues together. (laughs) I've heard that he's been offered to to leave Florida. Um, That's just kind of a hint in general. I don't know which schools, but at the same time, this is just kind of an over- overview of what's really going on with the transfer portal. I'm not sure which guys LSU's going to go after yet. I'm not sure they really know mm-hmm. because like we spoke earlier in the show, a handful of key guys got to make the decision if they're going to the NFL right? or if they're going to transfer out. It's hard because you need to know sooner than later if you're Brian Kelly and his staff. But yeah, I, I, there's a few names that when I talk to you next week, I'll be able to speak on a little more um, that, that I'm waiting on phone calls from. So you're not going to have John Emery Jr. next year. You might not have Logan Diggs next year. <laughs> Armani Goodwin has entered the transfer portal. Completely unrelated. Mike could use a running back <laughs> in the transfer portal. Completely unrelated. Uh, but we will follow up with you next week once we hear more news in the transfer portal, once the transfer portal is officially open and as we get close to early signing day. But Brian Smith, you are the absolute best, and we love you dearly here on Locked in LSU. Where can more people find some of your work? 
at FB Scout underscore Florida. Um, if you're interested in anything transfer portal, especially quarterback, that is my that is my goal this year. I just put up a transfer portal article, et cetera. There's just so much that goes on with that. It's hilarious to me. <laughs> it's hilarious because if it's a quarterback, it could be a kid that's thrown 10 passes. Everybody want to know about it. I don't know what the deal is. It's some of these kids aren't that good, but people want to know every detail. Transfer portal news is like drinking from a fire hose. It's like oh once God. the season concludes, people drop like flies. Hey, Max Johnson, come on back to LSU. Mike. Oh, Maybe boy. Maybe could use a backup, a backup quarterback. Who knows? Who knows? Um, Brian, the best. Thank you. We'll chat with you soon. All right. Take care.